here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. time listening to the show hello welcome if you've listened to the show before that salutation still applies that said if it is your first time listening it's called grabbing lunch because i grab lunch with uh, myself and two other funny people that i enjoy spending time with this week my guests are the wonderfully hilarious comedians david huntsberger and chad daniels uh, i will get right into it after i encourage you to visit madknutson.com and follow me on twitter at madknutson for show dates and other self-serving purposes my guests, David Huntsberger. You have heard David Huntsberger's uh, phenomenal podcasts, Professor Blastoff, or his newest podcast, Space Cave, or you may have heard his uh, most recent stand-up animated comedy special, One-Headed Beast. You can follow him on Twitter at HuntsbergerJunk or DavidHuntsberger.com is the website, uh, D-A-V-I-D-H-U-N-T-S-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. David Huntsberger and David Sounds like this. Uh, Morgan Freeman was that he like, co-owns or something like a barbecue place um, somewhere in the south, in yeah. Alabama or something like that. And he was walking around saying hi to people. Hey, thanks for coming by. Thanks for eating here. And, and asking if there's anything they can do for you. And people having him sign stuff. And this guy goes, "Would you be the voice on my voicemail?" And so he goes, "Yeah, no problem." And he goes, "Hello, you've reached Jeff's phone. Jeff's not in. I hope you'll call back. I hope." <laughs> And without hope, what are we, right? My other guest is Chad Daniels. You may have seen Chad Daniels on a little institution called The Tonight Show. He's also been a guest on Conan and is a regular at comedy clubs all across the country. Look him up, chaddaniels.com, spelled like it sounds, or chaddaniels34 on the Twitter machine. And Chad Daniels sounds like this. There's probably a bell at the bar. Where they, the bartender will answer you, hello, Pipers. Uh, no, we don't have pickled pepper. You got me. <laughs> and everybody here, all the regulars know. <laughs> and we got you listening to the Grabbing Lunch podcast. You can go to grabbinglunch.com, see pictures of my guests, listen to previous episodes with guests like Helen Slater, uh, Will Wheaton. Colin Hay from Men at Work. You know so many more. Uh, that is GrabbingLunch.com. Or give us a follow on Twitter at GrabbingLunch. The Facebook group is Grabbing Lunch. We're also on SoundCloud, Stitcher. However you uh, manage to listen to this, repeat the steps for future episodes. Okay, um, this is episode 83. David Huntsberger, Chad Daniels at Piper's in Koreatown, a.k.a. Los Angeles, California. Let's eat. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Oh, hey, what's up, David? How are you? Yes. How are you doing? Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. Okay. okay. Doctor, how are you? Hey, we're very, I'm going to even take care of your sunglasses there, too. Oh, that's pretty How'd they break? Oh, uh, giant hug. I'm a hugger. I'm glad it was you two guys because they, the woman's like, there's two guys that just walked in there by themselves. So I was like, well, can you just tell them we're uh, down back here? If it was not you two guys, they just like sent me a different party, you know? <laughs> You guys want to do a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and then you guys do show up and it's too late. I was like, guys, I already, yeah. <laughs> you get bummed from the lunch. These guys just were up for it. They were just more interesting stories, life experience. <laughs> this is so much funny. Last time, and I'm st- I just hit record when we were sitting down right now. So, oh, okay. yeah, so um, the last time well, we got together, it was like Larchmont, but like really kind of like like Shishi Hollywood kind of. do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that was one of, I couldn't remember I lived pretty close to here and I couldn't remember 
like a diner place. And this then is I amazing. The I I've never seen this before. Oh yeah, this this is I thought would fit it pretty well. Like, it's great. A varietal yeah. option or a menu. The, the last time we went, it was like the jug of water in the like kind of the lobby the area. Fruit or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's loud in there too. It's loud. We sat on the sidewalk. Okay. Yeah. 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 The food is really good though. It's good. It's good. I'm a fan. Yeah. And this is your neighborhood? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. We walked over here. So. Nice. When I first moved to LA, I had a girlfriend who lived on like sixth, and it was before it was James M. Wood. It was ninth, and then oh, they like changed it to yeah. that. Yeah, so it was nice. It was a nice apartment, but they filmed there all the time. Yeah, because these apartments were built in the twenties. So oh, instead right. of building those sets, they just like you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I go running a lot through like Hancock Park, and they're always filming there. And I think that's the thing they say about it is like. It, other than New Orleans, like every neighborhood in the country can be fake in right. in that area, in Hancock Park. Right, right, right. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, kind of any, any era, yeah. yeah. There were like um, production location managers that were up in arms because downtown they painted this, the bike lanes green so oh, that they're yeah. like more, because they used to fake it for New York. But they don't <laughs> have that in New York, so they're like, oh. <laughs> They're up in arms. Yeah, yeah. I ordered us uh, three waters. I hope that wasn't... How dare like, you? Yeah. presumptuous? <laughs> Weird. That I'd like to hydrate myself? Yeah. Uh, and good call, too. Like, right when you're walking in, it has, like, the entrees. But it looks like a hamburger that's, like, yeah. fried <laughs> yeah. chicken. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe, like, a kind of a bowling alley type of... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of encased foods. <laughs> they come with their own display case. True. Yeah, true. I got into that schlacking game. Like, what I want is a cake with one slice out of it, ca- like, crystallized. I want it to stay that way forever, so people will know that's the cake we make. <laughs> I'll schlack it for you. I'll schlack it. <laughs> <laughs> schlack a cake. They're not taking another piece out of that. <laughs> I'll make this one piece you want out of it, because there ain't no more coming it's after the industry, that. yeah. Get kids going home talking about. I was over at Derek's house and his dad was schlacking a cake. He was like, You're not welcome at Derek's house anymore. There's no schlacking in this house. It's not a euphemism, Dad. He was schlacking a cake. Hi. Something to drink? Can we have a, a few waters? And I mean, get whatever, get whatever you want. Ready for uh, water? Um, no, I, unfortunately, I'm not. I'm not ready to okay, work, but okay. yeah, I'm just so kind of looking. Water, okay. First guy here, not ready. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, she's not telling you. No, I was. Because I finished three o'clock, so I'm the waiting guy. Oh, okay. You're you're going on another shift. Your another shift is changing? Yeah, because 3 o'clock, I try, you know, because if you like 5 minutes, it's exactly, you know, you're ready. No worry, so... Okay, okay. all right. So we'll never see her again? I didn't. you said to us? Uh, I earnestly earnestly tried to register the message she was trying to convey. I didn't... What did she say? I think the guy's late. He's supposed to take over at 3. And so even if he's 5 minutes late... I think that's what she was trying to get across. Okay. Like, if we need more time, she'll just wait. But I, but I also don't know if I want to get waited on by someone who's not punctual. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when are we going to get our food? Five minutes late? I'm not into this shit. Yeah, no way. I'm gonna have this guy's dictating our day now, and yeah. I've suddenly become in a hurry. Yeah. Wow. Is our, <laughs> is our waiter that painting? The invisible man? <laughs> yeah, chop chop. This is Hollywood, baby. Yeah. <laughs> This is Hollywood, where all the paintings are taken off the wall. Yeah, that's true, there's no paintings. And also, um, on the TV, I don't know if you guys noticed when you walk in, there was like some like car show. Auto, yeah, yeah auto a lot of open show. hood. Right. The person who watches that and gets a kick out of just seeing a running engine, fascinating. Agreed. Agreed. And Honey, also, get in here! Look at this some bitch bird! But here's the thing. That, Slow motion. That person... Is gonna be happy for the rest of their life. Agreed. Yeah. Because they're that enthralled by that happening. Unless you know you've got Elon Musk and Tesla cars and now the Volt and they switch to full electric. That guy's having the worst plan of the possible. <laughs> but there will always be engines. Will there? Second Amendment. You can't take my guns. You can't take my engine. Part of the gun, fella. Yeah, it's true. Um, I know exactly what you mean. Like, you know, 
simple pleasures and like yeah, I, I like to. Yeah. I always fancy myself, and I never was this guy. But like, when you become like that retired guy, just like an old like Chevy in the yeah, yeah. shed on your property, you know. But I, I saw, don't know if that's a dream or not. I saw uh, one of the I was in San Diego recently, and, and went to one of like the I think I went to the air aircraft museum, yeah. you know. And so there's just a lot of like planes and stuff around there, but. It's not what it's called. It's a, lot of a lot of bored families, you know. <laughs> but they had one of the aircraft carriers, and they did it to scale. And the one you're looking at is enormous. They're like little models of a, like a little tow truck pulling a jet out of the side, not even up top. Like that's how big it is. Jets are down below. And then they showed that one in in relation and comparison. It was essentially a great white shark compared to like the blue whale of the real like gigantic aircraft carrier. It's, I think it's a mile wide. It's enormous. It's yeah. so big. There and, are people uh, who are on different decks who never see sunlight for days. Yeah, like yeah. Engine room people, it's just... Oh. And mm. as one of those old guys, I could see myself building one of those as a model. It just takes you like a calendar year. Honey, I'm in my model room. Right. Yeah. And then you can't get it out of there. You just... Well, that was our son's bedroom, and now it's where we house the aircraft. Now it's this. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, if you're spending a oh, year so building funny. a model, there's a great chance there's no honey to call out. <laughs> <laughs> Advantage Daniels. <laughs> no, you were saying that before. Like nowadays, you have to be so in love with someone because the guy's like not out in the field. Oh right, right. So that's how couples stay together. Is they get away from each other. That's right. true. You know, that's true. They have their own hobbies. Yeah, you never heard. You have to have your own hobbies. Yeah, like leaving the city for several weeks on end. Right? <laughs> we were hanging it's out. It's a real hobby, man. It's a real hobby, but in. Um, Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah. Remember we were like hanging out there and I said I, I spent the day out at the lake because yeah. I was just like, you know, I had a rental car just like, I said to Chad, um, when I go to cities that have things that I don't have access to, I like to go do those things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, got like a sandwich and chips in the lake. <laughs> like winners do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. And then we had a, uh, came back to the bar, had a couple of uh, drinks, and I, you know, piled back in the plane. Sayonara. Yeah, the Limestone Comedy Festival. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was, uh, that was good time. Good time. And they're all, um, like, there's five different venues all in, like, two blocks. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And I got, I got really lucky. I got to uh, interrupt the movie Hoosiers. Wonderful. Oh, how could someone do that? That at the University of Indiana, while the director was in the seat next to me. Whoa! It was pretty <laughs> rad because my friend Fritz, who played basketball throughout high school and college, yeah. before every single game in college, he would watch Hoosiers. <laughs> and I lived in the apartment next to him, so I would go watch it with him and get him like pumped up and just talk about it. So yeah. I knew that movie, and that's what I said too. I go. To the director, I go, hey, we're gonna shit on your movie, but it's awesome. Right. So we're Did just you gonna really shit on it. I mean, not, we just we just made a couple of. Uh, well, yeah, you just comment on it, but sure. you weren't shitting on it as yeah. much as you were mystery science theater three thousand yet. Yeah, yeah. Three thousanding right. it. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Man, and he did that, and then if I'm not mistaken, also did uh, a breaking away. Breaking away, yeah. Breaking away. Oh right. Yeah, there were two. Cutters. Yeah. Two cutters. Paul Dooley. Got cutters. Yeah. <laughs> and then he changes it to cutter cars. I mean, come on. Yeah. What a win. <laughs> yeah. And um, those damn Italians. Yeah. Everyone except for the blonde guy. I don't recall his name. All all the other cutters just kind of like, you know. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Cause it, Daniel Stern, uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley, uh, yeah. Uh, I want to say Patrick Swayze, but that's not it. No, it's uh, Dennis um, Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see his uh, explosion that turned into like a hidden video thing? Oh. Uh, it's like a funny or die oh, thing. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it real? No, no, no. Did you see the second half of that? No. The first half is just blowing up. It's leaked. And then um, they released like a week later the things that he's yelling at. And it's a funnier die video. And like, he's like, he's like, you're, you're going to be mopping up things in Hollywood. And it's like a mop or something like that. I don't recall exactly. But that was clever. And, you know, here we are talking about it. So it was an impactful thing. Yeah. He's, he's an interesting case for me as a human. I only Dennis Quaid? Yeah, because he, he admittedly had like male anorexia. I think he has like self, like body image things. I didn't know he's that. He's starting to have like a lot of face work done. And he's done it in a way where he always has to have his, his like winning grin on his face. So if you watch like any interview with him, he's got his huge grin, but it's like it's growing out to like a level where it looks like the Joker almost. It's really strange. Huh. 
Well, I guess as long as he has uh, Randy to counter his insanity, yeah. you know, you're like, oh, he's the same Quaid. <laughs> Did you see that video where Randy Quaid's having sex with his wife? No. And she's got, like, the mask on? Oh, Jesus. Oh. He's spouting off some sort of, like, rant about whatever. For some reason, Chad checked his watch right after you said that. <laughs> no, it wasn't about you. It's like, okay, now we're looking at eight minutes late. Yeah. Right. So if you're watching oh. clock on your computer... Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. There's a B story to this podcast all of a sudden. That's true. That's pretty great. There's this tension that's underlying this that people aren't Agreed. even aware of. Yeah. And if you are looking at the watch on your computer, there's not a honey in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> honey, honey, you're not getting your food on this podcast. <laughs> Give me more bottle <laughs> I'm your father, and I told you to keep it down in there. <laughs> it becomes super ego all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw them at the podcast festival, um, the Super Ego podcast. You know, I've never seen it. Well, they just kind of like it's all stay on stage and improvise as characters with like Paul F. Tompkins and uh, Mark McConville and, and a bunch of guys. It's just they improvise maybe five or six scenes for like an hour but they're like really long and they set up entrances and it's just great. awesome yeah, oh, wow. yeah it's really funny and it's called Super Ego? Super Ego oh I've heard I'm very out. familiar with it yeah. that like doing Adventure Hour like all the stuff that Paul does but I, I I haven't really listened to a lot there's only so much time yeah, and, yeah. Um, so much time and then there's also like, well, maybe I'll work on my stuff, too. <laughs> Instead of yeah. absorbing seven hours of media, yeah. I'll try and, you know, the never-ending battle. Guys, I don't know about you, but I've got my eye on one of these burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Oh, I'd love to tell you, but I don't want you copying me. Sure. I'm thinking the Mushroom Swiss. Interesting. That's, That's what I was going to get. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think I do want to note the irony? No pickled peppers here at uh, Piper's here at Piper's. There's no. <laughs> what the what? A, we don't pickle them. our peppers here at Piper's. We pick a pack of them, but we don't pickle them. <laughs> we pick our peppers and then we zest them. Never pickle them. We'll slice them, but no. Rub. You ever get a rub? There's probably a bell at the bar where they the bartender will you, "Hello, Piper's." Uh, no, we don't have pickled pepper. You got me. <laughs> and everybody here, all the regulars know. Hey, you got another one! I'm an ugly moron with an ugly face and a big butt. <laughs> <laughs> and my butt smells. I like to kiss my own butt. Uh, classic. Uh, yeah, I'll still tape those. Simpsons, I'll just have a DVR full of them. And, you know, so you have an hour, hour, and you're like, you know. I just saw this Tumblr the other day. A friend of mine sent me called Shitty Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Tumblr. It's so great. It's just someone who's drawn like kind of pretty good renditions of Simpsons characters yeah. or an F element from an episode. It go there are like a thousand of them. Right. And then below it'll just be a quote, and you immediately know the episode. Like, oh, that is a great. That's a great one. This is like two or three nights ago. Bill Oakley, who was one of the EPs and writers, was like on Twitter, just kind of like typing out scenarios. And he's just like, the fact that Homer's incensed that Mark thinks uh, that Marge thinks he's unprofessional at work. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. And it's just like, ah. Yeah, it's really I good. tweeted at him um, when I knew he was like kind of just being active. I said, from now on, we're spelling everything with letters. <laughs> and he liked it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it doesn't follow me or anything, but I was that's one so of those cool. randos online, yeah. you know. <laughs> I had a buddy, I worked at a, uh, in Fargo, North Dakota, worked at a place called Amer- uh, Peppers America, not Pipers. Sure. Pepper, where they did have pickled pipers. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Ding, 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 you got us. You got us. Uh, so it's called uh, Pepper's American Sports Bar and Cafe. And this guy named Carl worked there, a really cool dude. And it was a snowstorm in Fargo where you couldn't leave your house for two days. Yeah. Fact. You yeah. just couldn't get out. Yeah, I lived in North Dakota. The old PASBNC. He watched every single Simpsons episode and took detailed notes on them for Simpson trivia. And then I went to his place after work, and he was like, come on in, have a beer. I gave him a ride home, and I was like, all right, cool, man. So I went in, and I'm like, what are these notebooks? And he explained what they were, and I didn't stay. Because that seems like someone that would kill you. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, honestly, I didn't stay there. 
but he knows everything there possibly is to know wow. about the Simpsons. Wow, that's, interesting. Yeah, that's that's bananas. That's like a beautiful mind. Yeah. You know, you pick up the notebook, you're like, oh my god, he's crazy. Yeah, but that, <laughs> he's that crazy was, the whole time. That was 95. Yeah. So you're looking at 20 years of episodes that weren't in those <laughs> it's another yeah. 11, yeah. another 11 years. Wow. Yeah, a friend of mine uh, co-wrote an episode. He got me. Uh, uh, a table read because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they have cast table reads and they have like maybe like 15 chairs surrounding the conference table and they have wow. a script and you can like read along as they're doing the characters and they all sign it at the end you knew like oh what God. a dork I was yeah. about that stuff so he was wow. like hey, you know that's uh, crazy uh, out. I was pretty and I was trying to like maintain like it was cool like yeah this is you know yeah but, uh, Nancy Cartwright came in and she had like postcards she's like hey I'm doing this uh, this poker benefit you know at the house come and she was trying to get everyone to come so my friend and I bought a ticket and went to her poker party <laughs> wearing suits that's amazing on the log here yeah yeah uh, we almost so had uh, Harry Shearer did a Nixon YouTube web series uh-huh. where he, he's Nixon and he wanted to promote that and oh, be on Professor right. Blastoff and I was getting so excited because at the time Ooh. I was doing a Kickstarter and one of the rewards I was going to have him like say people's names or just say like thank you as Skinner or something like that yeah. oh, wow. it ended up not working out but I was like spent a lot of time thinking like how am I going to just gently kind of because mu- they must get asked those things constantly to a degree where, like, no matter how nice you are, they're like, no, I'm not going to call your friend and pretend to be Burns. Or, I, I, I love doing that, but I, I just can't. I understand. But yeah. I really wanted to. I, and there's, a, like, a thing in your life, I guess, where you have to decide, like, I know this is annoying. I still have to. I still have yeah. to do it. And no is okay, and I love you anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it never came to be. Yeah. You called my friend and acted as the agent of... Uh, no, Flex like Murray. Yeah. <laughs> the what? You Murray? know Murray from uh, prison? Oh, yeah. Yeah, from Friday the Con. So at the time, like, I could do a pretty good impression of that guy. Yeah. And then it was like his wedding yeah. reception or something? Reese Darby. Reese Darby, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I did a weekend with Reese and Morgan Murphy at the Irvine Improv. Oh, no. I was, like, hosting for the weekend. And the first show, uh, I, you know, I was like, Reese Darby's here, everyone. And uh, I said, Murray is present. And, <laughs> and everyone laughed. And I, like, talked to him after the first show. I was like, I, is that okay to, uh, you know, I didn't know, he like, hey, got a good laugh there, didn't it? And I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you did it, you know. <laughs> Said it was okay to do it more. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I didn't mean to, you were saying. No, that's a whole story. Yeah. I just, yeah. like, I would, if I were synonymous with a character that people loved, <laughs> like, uh, I get I it. It was, yeah. uh, Morgan Freeman was, he, he co-owns or something like a barbecue place, um, somewhere in the South, I think yeah. Alabama or something like that. And, he was walking around saying hi to people. Hey, thanks for coming by. Thanks for eating here. And, and asking if there's anything they can do for you. And people having him sign stuff. And this guy goes, would you be the voice on my voicemail? And so he goes, yeah, no problem. And he goes, hello, you've reached Jeff's phone. Jeff's not in. I hope you'll call back. I hope. <laughs> Oh my god! Isn't that amazing? That's I mean, really incredible. It's insane. Like, you could never lose that phone. You could like, oh, never. Wow. I love that. Get busy living or get busy dying. Get right. busy. <laughs> get busy oh. dialing back. Get busy living. Oh. Get busy dialing my number. <laughs> that's really funny, Dave. <laughs> Wow, that's really, that's, uh, I don't know if you've ever said that on stage, but that feels pretty, pretty valid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Next time you're up in Billings, Montana. 17 try, minutes. Try to win more. 17. She, what if she was saying something, something to us to the effect of like, I'm leaving for good. <laughs> you're on your own. No, what she said was, the guy that's taking her place called and said he was going to be here in five minutes. Mm-hmm. And so she's just kind of sticking around. Right. Now, for what? I don't know, because I still don't have my water. <laughs> I'm not hydrated. You're Does getting... this look like a hydrated face? I just got to tell you something. If you're, what are you sticking around for? To, to milk the clock? To her? Well, if she's well, not going to do anything, why is she staying? Well, she was the end of her shift. I understand that, but what I'm saying is... Why stay and just walk around and be like, someone's going to bring you something sometime? There's another place I almost suggested, except the food, the menu's not as uh, This is perfect, fast. dude. Yeah, this Honestly, is right if now. every restaurant I came was like, this quiet with this kind of hang, yeah, I've been, I've been be a miracle. really looking forward to a mushroom uh, I think we're all set here yet. Oh, that's okay. We'll take, yeah, we're, I think Can we're ready we be work. here when you guys fire him? <laughs> that's yes. Right. That's right. <laughs> he deserves it. That's right. Listen, okay. that's, that's civilians not involved in that. Right? Yeah. What's his full name? 
Um, after you. Please do. No, no, no. I don't even. Ironically enough, I don't even know what I want. Go for it. I'm gonna have a mushroom Swiss burger. Do you want French fries, coleslaw, potato salad? Uh, I'll have potato salad. Okay. And uh, do you have beer? Do you have beer? Yes. On tap, we have Heineken and Castle, Scrimshaw, Allegash White, and Sam Okay, I'll have a Scrimshaw. Very nautical of you. Yeah, really about that. <laughs> I'm gonna go mushroom and Swiss burger as well with French fries. I mean, can I have a water? And can I do the Piper's Comp salad with no olives? Dressing, I have ranch, thousand, Italian. Could you, uh, thousand on the side? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a few waters would be wonderful. Sure. Okay. Thank, Thank you. Wow, why don't you just remake uh, their whole menu? Sure, please. And I had some thoughts. Uh, uh, the scrimshot thing made me think of, uh, so I like the idea of like writing on bone is cool or drawing. Oh, yeah. It seems neat to run around. But did you hear that uh, with tusks, like ivory and with elephants now, they're dyeing them with pink and crazy weird colors, so they're not valuable anymore? The elephants get to keep them? Oh, on live elephants? On them live, yeah. Like in oh, these wow. preserves, they're like, go out and I don't know if I they didn't dart them down elephant. or just. That's hilarious. Pretty great. I haven't seen it, but someone told me that it was. It seemed very, like, believable at the time. So yeah. I'd like to. Also pass that information on on a podcast. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. Oh, wait a minute. Wouldn't you hey, just be able to? It's a rumor. <laughs> what other piece do you need? Wouldn't you be able to scrape the paint off and still get to the ivory? Well, I think it's a dye. I think it, they like dye the thing as opposed to paint over it. You get busy living or get busy dying. That's what I say. That's what I say about these elephant tusks. <laughs> Turns it into a plug for the rest of open eight to five. <laughs> Where is that place again? It's in the, Texas or something? I don't know. I, somewhere in um, Louisiana, maybe? Like, wherever he got caught speeding, wherever he's also married uh, to, like, his own granddaughter, uh, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, somewhere down there. So he got caught speeding and then just stayed there and started? He's like, huh. I think so, yeah. I don't have a license. I guess I'll start a business. <laughs> but what was the story with that when he was speeding? There was I'm more sure. to it. It was a little odd. I don't know. I don't know if, enough about Morgan. Sometimes if I see the bullet point, uh, I don't always... Yeah, click yeah. down the wormhole. Oh, yeah, you know. Oh, and he hosts a show called Through the Wormhole. I oh, mean, does he really? Everything's circular wow. today, guys. <laughs> Real crazy. Now, I've been watching like uh, a lot of the. Are you guys in SAG and you get the screeners and no. stuff? Well, I am, but I don't get the screeners, so I don't know. I don't think I work enough to uh, in the SAG world, in the TV world. Right, 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 right. I work, uh, I, I'm an after member. Mm -hmm. But they're the same now. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I, I think you get yeah, both. The... I didn't know that because what I do is I like to give them money mm -hmm. and see nothing from them in return. Mm -hmm. But I do get to see Matthew Perry's white teeth because I think that's where my money's going. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. Well, you know, you can freeze <laughs> they do have a SAG stipends for like, you. You're famous. <laughs> get your teeth you, you can freeze your, you don't have to pay. You can freeze it, and then as soon as you work again, then you unfreeze it and pay like a reactivation thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you're probably wasting a lot of money. Another thing I like to Missing do... Missing out a lot of free DVDs. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I like to do is complain a lot, but sure. not have any of the information. Mm -hmm. Great. <laughs> That's the worst. Have we met? Like... My name's America. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. When you're, oh, when you're so clearly funny. in the wrong and someone's very like gracious about it, when... You know, you got a rental car, you're like, damn thing, it's hot, it's so hot, and I can't, the, the windshield, or whatever, like, yeah. and then someone pushes a button and goes, that's why it's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying getting all wrapped up. <laughs> it's my fault, but it's still pissed. God yeah, damn. it's hard to let go sometimes, you know, even after you get the, uh, um, contrition and you're like yeah yeah <laughs> but even still like, uh, they should put a big sign there to show you where that damn button is <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of it's my so family funny. now that I think about it at least my dad and my grandpa like, even yeah after it's solved like well, even still yeah even still that's uh, like an old Yiddish you ever heard the guy like on the train who wants a who's Wants a glass of water. Mm -hmm. He's like, the guy's in. He's like, oh, I'm so thirsty. Oh, I'm so thirsty. And so he does it for so long. Somebody gets him like a glass of water and gives it to him. Here you go. He's like, oh, thanks. Was oh, like, I was so so thirsty. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, over here, please. Thank you. I forget where I heard. I think it was like Carl Weiner, like one of those. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the old Yiddish man on the train. Perfect. Thank, Thank you very much. much. You're welcome. I watched a ton of. 
late night television lately. It does seem like in that Dom DeLuise era that the stories and the ridiculous anecdotes people had were just absurd. It was so weird and so like still remember some of them. Like, yeah, that is strange. I, I want to jump in here just quickly, sure, sorry, and let you know the waiter has arrived. <laughs> I think that was a bus oh, guy. That was the bus guy. That is a bus brought guy. Us the drinks. Now he's <laughs> still not here. <laughs> we'll end up as like witnesses in, in court. Like, <laughs> where was he? I never saw him. Oh yeah. <clears throat> if this guy gets wrongfully convicted, we can be like, no, no, he was not there. I know the the woman came over. We have it recorded. She said that he was going to be there, so she probably clocked in for him. He was not there. He was, not he there. was out murdering. Yeah, three eighteen. Yeah, he walked in, <laughs> blood on his shirt. He was crying. <laughs> At the time, we thought he was crying because he felt so bad for us. Because he was late. <laughs> Kept muttering some woman's name. <laughs> Turns out he was just crying because two of the guys ordered burgers and the other one got a salad. <laughs> he felt so bad for it. If it helps, it's probably the worst salad uh, on the menu as far as. So you had a salad last time. You actually, when you ordered first last time I did this, you ordered uh, a salad, and then I just said make it two because I felt weird. Are you a health nut kind of person? No, no uh -huh. just I'm just not um, super hungry. Oh, I see. You, you okay. know what I mean? If I, I don't want like to dictate when I eat. If you know. Yeah. So we're not seeing the uh, the middle of like the not the beginning, the middle of the beginning of right. a resolution. Sure. No. Uh, no. No, no okay. resolution. Uh, I'm running the uh, marathon next month, but I don't try and like gain or lose weight. Yeah, yeah, it kind of happens naturally. Yeah. Do you mind that you're in? No, 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 no. Go. What, what, what mile are you up to? Uh, the, the longest I've done is a half marathon, and that's that's about that, as much as I stretch it out, like 13, maybe 15. But I never do the full thing before. It's too much. It's too tired. And this time you're gonna do the whole thing? Uh, this will be my fourth year in a row. So. Wait, so you're doing the full marathon this time? The, the full half? marathon. Yes, he, he asked how much I had like um, run before his uh, training. Yeah. For one run, it was like a half. Just okay. I did like so last week. So you do week. the 13, and then you you don't go up to 18, 19, or anything. You just do the whole thing. No, only like only on the day of the marathon do I run that much. Because wow. it's really like it's really hard. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. We, somewhere we around like 18 or 19. 2009. Of course, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> do you walk? Do you stop walking? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can always stop and get a drink. I'm not like. Uh, okay. I, I've said this before, but I'm like a more of a Clydesdale than a Mustang, sure. you know. So, so I just kind of along. Yeah. What's you your know. what's your what's your P A P personal best? Five hours and twenty three minutes. Okay. So that's like a twelve minute mile. But that was the first time I did it, and I didn't train. Mm -hmm. I just kind of like before I did it, I ran. You didn't train. Well, I ran. <laughs> I ran fifteen miles to see if I could do it, and then I just signed up, and then I did, I did it. <laughs> It was the best I ever did. It was the best I ever did. I don't know why. Wow. Uh, yeah. I love that spirit. <laughs> I, fail, marathon, huh? I fail all the time, you know, but why not try it? Yeah. Well, you guys say you're heading where? Everest? Yeah, I'll tag along. <laughs> don't have any boots or anything. <laughs> I don't have any gears. No problem. Yeah. Should I pack some gloves? <laughs> yeah. Um, if I'd known how much it was, I wouldn't have done it that way before. Uh, I wouldn't do it that way again. But, wow. You know. That is incredible. Yeah. So, um, so intrigued by that. I, you know, I fail a lot, but I try a lot, you know. So, so you. That's awesome. Because well, you dude. get a pretty decent amount of work based on what I, you know, see a commercial here and there. Thanks, I think, man. like, the audition process, it, it does, that, that countenance that you're blessed with to just pop into a marathon and be like, pop, did my best. Yeah. Like, the, for me, the emotional trauma of the whole concept of auditioning in a little room and a tripod is, I just feel like humans shouldn't interact with each other that way ever. I agree. And so when I, when I get there, I feel bad. When I leave, I feel bad. And how I did in it is, like, irrelevant. And almost, like, mind-numbing. You can't even remember. You're like, yeah. what was that? You know, you ever had that experience? Yeah, you, like, walk totally. out of the room, what did I say? What did I do? Yeah. Is that, you know, yeah. there's words on a board next to the camera. You're like, I can't focus my vision and read those things. You know? <laughs> I've had many times like that. Yeah, but then you just sure. kind of just slug it off and like, all right, next time. Just, man, that's a good yeah, attitude. pretty much. That's and you hear no most of the time. That's yeah, kind yeah. of the, you know. Yeah, what, what, do, what do you think, like, the most successful people bat? One out of 50? Um, last year, I booked 6% of my jobs. Wow. That's 96%. Okay. That's 94% no's. 
do you keep a spreadsheet or just kind of? Jump I just save the, the uh, you get if you have an audition you get a sheet and you like you know I just save them for the year and then I count them and I said hey I had this many opportunities it manifested into this many jobs and that was my year. Wow. And then the when you get a check save it like it's maybe the last one you ever get. I mean that yeah like. Uh, my girlfriend's sort of new to the freelance world, and cool. she's just now experiencing her first, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say dry spell, but right. she doesn't have stuff stacked up ahead of her as much yeah. as she's used to. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how you prepare someone for that, other than just try to, you don't want to dissuade someone and go, run, do a regular job. But True. the level of like your heart rate, <clears throat> everyone in this feel like you have to develop this strange like gunfighter mentality of like, it'll be all right. You're just staring off in the distance and like, something will turn up. <laughs> if you could just see the look he gave, that was great. Very cool. Just with it, it's going to be fine. Paul, what yeah. you doing? Waiting for food. <laughs> doing the best I can. Doing the best I can. Um, I think that's really well put. That's kind of just, you know. Yeah. And also, what kills me is when um, I have colleagues that complain about the processor or maybe inactivity it's just like that's the gig yeah you know yeah, yeah. and hearing no and auditioning that's what happens most of the time mm. and sometimes you get it and that's kind of the bonus for doing the gig you know? well, you've entered into a hobby professionally essentially hundred i could not oof, oof, really well but now <laughs> where if you're counting on someone to pick you it's difficult yeah yeah now i don't go on any auditions for commercials but I do have times where I'm sitting in Las Vegas during Wild Card Weekend hey. watching the football game and uh, I see one of my friends on a commercial with settlers in it yes. and I just scream out, <laughs> that's my friend! <laughs> and everyone's turning like, what, the game's not even on, why are you cheering? It's like, you don't get it. You know how hard that is? <laughs> Thank you, CD. Yeah, yeah. thank you, man. Um, yeah, that was a fun. And we, I think we talked about it. it. Was the Vikings game, and my family's like hardcore yeah, Vikings fans. Yeah, because I texted you right from the Vikings game. Yeah. Yep. The bitter disappointment that was the. Sorry that happened to you guys. Oh, yeah. you know what though? Score some touchdowns. Agreed. We have a history of leaving it on a kicker's foot and stop it. Yeah, Morton Anderson. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was telling Chad, it was like, it looked like one of those things where they undercrank it, so it looks like it goes in fast motion, <laughs> or just a snap and a kick. It took like two seconds, and it was just like so yeah, unexpected and heartbreaking. Here's the thing, when Gary Anderson missed in 98, he he hadn't missed Gary the Anderson. entire time. Right, yeah, and so, every single field goal the whole season. Right, so Blair Walsh, this kicker this year, had missed extra points. Yeah. He was good from long distance. Yeah. Good from far, far from good. Yeah. And uh, and when he when AP broke that eight yarder to get to the ten yard line, my buddy looked at me. I grew up with him, and he just goes, "He's too close." And then I started panicking. I just told Dave this when I was house, but it was bananas. I I was I thought about it for days afterwards, <clears throat> and I'm not even like that true blue wear a shirt of the team fan yeah but it would sure be nice to see them do something besides lose in the first round especially like coming and like beating the Packers and it's you yeah. know their like, rival I mean they oh dude obviously the score says otherwise but they beat the Seahawks that day I mean they owned that game it was just that one play snap over Russell Wilson's head where they over pursued and then you know AP AP lost a fumble but here's the thing as a Vikings Which he fan, always has done in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. When you're a Vikings fan, oh my goodness, uh, you just say it's me. Thank you. Uh, the marshmallow and fries with fries. That's me. Oh, thank you. Potato salad. Thanks a lot. Wow, that's that's great. Thank you. Yeah, a little more water right now. Water would be wonderful. Oh, they thank really you. stabbed that burger. Yeah, they did. <laughs> we were joking about <laughs> this guy. Hold on. I, uh, I'll text that picture to you. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a crime scene. Big stab. Wait, uh, what if we just uh, lay the knife on the side of the plate, Andy? Uh, no! Now you said I could stab it! Because he was late. He got in a big fight. Oh, <laughs> Hey, thank you. 
This actually, everything here looks wonderful. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. You're welcome. There used to be a place like this down the street for me that, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't make it. It always seemed like there was enough mm -hmm. people, but they say the restaurant game is the hardest to uh, make a run. Yeah. Well, this is where you lose me, lose me for a straight 15 <laughs> That's minutes. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. I watched the, uh, should probably just go outside. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the uh, Buffalo Bills documentary, The Four Falls of Buffalo, like chronicling how crazy that was. The team went to four straight Super Bowls, and you forget like how much the public sentiment was like anyone but the Bills, not them again, right. just someone. And they kept yeah. going, yeah. and no one's matched that level of success that we all viewed as complete failure. Yeah. Even close, since even the Patriots. I mean, they don't go every year. Right. It's just bananas. No, I didn't see that. Was that like a thirty for thirty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Vikings had that in like the 70s. I don't think they went to four in a row, but it was like that Tarkington era. Uh, I think they went four and like lost to the Dallas Cowboys every time. It sucks. Mm. Um, Tarkington was the first sports guy to host SNL. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah, he really like, mushroomed down after his football career. I guess I didn't realize how huge he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was kind of America's sweetheart. Because then he also um, hosted, that's incredible, with uh, um, uh, Jim Davidson and Kathy Lee Crosby. Hmm, okay. Right? Never yeah. heard of Kathy Lee Crosby. They would do, um, it was kind of like real people, remember mm -hmm. real people, where they would do um, interstitial segments about person of interest thing and, yeah. you know, all that and more tonight on that's incredible <laughs> and they'd all be standing on different parts of the set mm -hmm. and then at, they'd, they'd it, you know whip pan to like Fran Tarkington as he introduces something and then they, all that and more tonight on that's incredible and they all run towards the stage together and then kind of stand there waving at everyone as it turns um. into the first commercial break that's cool yeah classic <laughs> those old weird shows that no one knows about like that and I feel like the Simpsons do like they're always referencing things like that that none of us know like, oh it's hilarious like imagine if they gave an ex-athlete a show to talk to people about their pets and he's wearing like a deep V shirt you know with his chest hair out and you're like that's based on a real thing <laughs> that existed briefly they gave Terry Bradshaw a show in 78 yeah, like those, it's so strange yeah. when Charlie Callis is a real guy. I'm still making my noises. <laughs> really, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah, and you almost appreciate it on a deeper level, and it makes you want to um, research it more and learn about it. Totally, you know? yeah. Andy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Second encore. <laughs> Great. Yeah, great. Such a good episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're... Bart puts on cruise control. Then, Mill, how sorry you, my good man? He's just standing in the back seat. <laughs> if you're here, who's driving? Cruise control, my man. <laughs> just fly out into the cornfield. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, um... You know, have DVDs. And we'll record them, but, um... In order for them to air on, like, you know, whatever, 13, they cut out, like, five minutes cause, so they can suck, you know, oh. commercials in there. So. So when they go into the vacation, the they lose a little bit of the content? A minute or two, and they've cut it out. Oh, I noticed that, that they trim the credits, or the opening titles down a little bit. I never realized that they did that also. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Yeah, there's even ones that I, I like, watch on DVD recently that are just like, oh, I, I, yeah, this is, you know, like, the B-sharps. Like, yeah. oh, this is another scene that was... Yeah. Want a fry? Sure. Want some potato salad? No, nope, I'm out, so. You guys want some salad? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever asked for a bite of salad. You guys good? Where'd I get on that salad? <laughs> See you guys soon. Where you headed, bro? Home, oh, I'm done eating. <laughs> I, forgot. I thought you were going to go apply for a job. No, they might be hiring. They might be. And then they have one opening very soon. Right. The disgruntled <laughs> guy who stabbed your burger. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I've only ever been around one 
I don't know if it was a box set or like just one. I remember season four. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine had it on DVD, and then I would I, he would like go do stuff during the day, and I would just be at his house like when I was on the road a lot, sure. kind of middling. And so I just watched The Simpsons all day, like that season a lot of it. It was like the beer barons in that season. It's Classic. really yeah, great stuff. And yeah. but I also like I also like that one because Marge is proud of his caper. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And she's always like the naysayer. I know. Like, yeah, you did it. Uh, wow, what's going on here? Uh, I tell you, but I don't want to lie. <laughs> well, see ya. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She like even Lisa's like, Dad, this is really clever. It's like, elaborate and impressive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Anytime someone breaks a character, I enjoy that. Yeah, you know? so great. Mm-hmm. Just the best damn pet shop in town. <laughs> <laughs> they all cheers and clink. <laughs> Barney's all goofed up from the gears. Oh, his gears really hard. <laughs> That's a really good Barney. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, well done. Thanks, man. Yeah, well done. Yeah, the DVD player my friend had, I could, I could go frame by frame through it. Some mm. of them do that, which is pretty mm-hmm. nice. So like, it really helped me with animating, like learning how to animate. Right. I'm like, oh, this is how they're doing it. This is like how they move smoke or put layers over stuff. Yeah. Or it's really interesting to watch it that way. You cool. Know? Like when they're talking, it's kind of boring, but. The motion, the actions, and stuff. it's really interesting to see like how it changes. Oh, is that your? Uh, is that a? a it's just a set of yours, or fun, or it's yeah, like a hobby. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing I've ever done like professionally or anything. But cool. I like it. There's something about. I think people stack up dominoes. Same deal. Like you just like that feeling of like they're doing it. Look at them go. They're still falling, but I touched it over here and they're falling over there. What? Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a big fan of that stuff too. My wife's an artist, so uh, oh, cool. yeah, she. Um, we appreciate things like that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the little things. Nice. Yeah, we have um, some framed art in our house. It's um, one sheets from The Simpsons. Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah, it's Sideshow Bob, like, and. Um, and Mo at the bar. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You know, in the like when they do this stuff from the beginning of Itchy and Scratchy, you know, yeah. and they like, I'm Chester Copperpot, and I drew Stimpy back in, and uh, we, my girlfriend and I, did a road trip in uh, October, a big like stand up tour and road trip, and cool. we went to the Museum of the Rockies in Bozeman, Montana. Wow, it's incredible. Like the dinosaurs are just amazing, but they also had an exhibit there of Looney Tunes made no sense like why in the hell would this be here so it was kind of sparsely attended but I walked through and like seeing those cells it's amazing it's, it really is like Unreal. comic book artists and the things that we just get used to going like well that's just part of a story like that in itself just that one panel is such a beautiful piece of art mm-hmm. and we just get so accustomed to being like ah it's just part of this this whole thing right and they should sell it for you know they used to be so cheap like comic was like ah 10 cents like the amount of work that went into that right it's unbelievable. If you can sell uh, uh, an idea with one illustration, mm-hmm. that's powerful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like seeing all these paintings off the wall in here and seeing that one that has like a price tag of like $500 here, that's always been so baffling to me. People who go hang their stuff in a coffee shop and like, oh, that's True. called Watering Brook. It's $450. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this wouldn't, like, you'd be fired from any job where you expected to create something beautiful. Right. You know? That's so strange. And also you're like, we're like, we're artists too. <laughs> kind of feel shitty, like, oh, that's not good. I know, yeah. Like you say, like, I saw your thing, it's not good. <laughs> I know. Feelings. I know, yeah. I always want to like, I wish they would just leave a, like a, their email address or something, or their Twitter, and then you could just write, hey, I saw your stuff in this coffee shop. Nice job. I don't, I can't afford it, like, or I don't really want it. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Art's got a weird thing that way where like it's something has to be so compelling to you where you're like, Hold, I can't take my eyes off that, I gotta buy it. What is that? Who did yeah. it? But, but I also don't think that you should fluff nuts either. Because, you know, there my theory's always been if your kids kids bat at baseball, then they shouldn't be playing baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand there's a fun and everyone's a winner, all that bullshit concept these days, but there are other people on the team that have the potential to get a lot better, but not when they're splitting time mm-hmm. with this kid who just is picking dandelions and not even watching the game. <laughs> so, in order for your kid to be happier, 
bring into a dandelion field for three hours of fucking time. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> it doesn't seem to want to be there. You know? yeah. yeah. That's when you question, like, the motivation for, like, are, are, are you on the team or are you on the team? I mean, of course. Yeah. 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 I think the, like, it'd be weird to have, like, a bummer of a kid who didn't want to do shit and you're like, you know, I'm signing up for karate. Maybe you'll like it. It'd be so much easier if your kid's like, I want to do karate. Like, let's do it. Yeah. And then the time you get to parent them is when they go, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, you're going to see it through. You started this. This is the one lesson in life I can teach you. So when your kid's like, I hate baseball, I'm gonna pick dandelions. No, you're gonna stand up and like hold your glove and suck, and then we'll be done with baseball, but you can't quit. Right. I think I'd be pretty good at that aspect of parenting and virtually no other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just only that part. You'd let them pick dandelions after a season, right? Yeah, of They don't course, have to yeah. go through high school. Probably. No, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. the season, once you, but if, and I, and I don't know, but just be, like, again, like a bummer of a kid where you're just like, I'm going to, I'm going to expose you to things and if you don't like them, we'll figure it out from there. But it'd be so much easier if a kid is like, I want to, I want to paint. I want to learn how to do pottery. I want to do karate. I want to play basketball. Yeah. All right, let's sign you up. Yeah. Well, you know, kids that are that, like, whimsical a lot of times, like, lose interest real quickly and then go, turns out I don't like baseball. Like, all right, but you can't pick dandelions. You've got to play. You signed up for this. Right. It's costing me money. Right. So you pretend like you give yeah. a shit. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to my friend M, and she said, uh, she said, oh, does your kids play piano? And I said, I said, no, but they've never, this is maybe when I just had Isaac, my son, and I go, he's never really showed an interest. And she goes, well, how would he? If you don't have a piano in your house or anything. And I was like, oh, shit. So then I filled my house with instruments. Let's say pianos. <laughs> and now there's one in every room. Total drag. It's very difficult. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's really smart. Yeah, and so he, he still doesn't play anything, but my daughter plays percussion, so drums, bells, uh, piano, viola, all that shit. So she's, she's into it. And she loves singing. Dad, can you learn this song? I don't know. Can you learn the one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, it, it activates different places in your brain, too, that makes uh, yeah. other things mm-hmm. easier. I think it's uh, very similar too. to foreign languages. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think for me, when I play piano, I have to concentrate so hard that... I forget everything. It's almost like a, almost like meditating for me. Cool. Yeah. People that have broken their hand, or like violinists that are very dexterous with their left hand, if they're if they're off one, it does stimulate and activate like a part of the portion of their right side of their brain that otherwise just is inactive. Hmm. So they do like brain scans of people pre the injury and do them after they've used their left hand a bit, and suddenly that part of the brain's glowing a little bit, like hmm. showing like oh like. Wow. had to kick into gear. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So I, I try, like, since I, I, at some point in, like, high school, I learned something to that effect. And knowing that, like, I'm right, I do some things left-handed, but knowing that, like, typically if I'm going to reach for something or brush my teeth or whatever, like, doing it right-handed, I would just do something with my left hand. Mm-hmm. Try to, like, just, even just touch your fingertips differently with your thumb or something like that. Like, just the on the off idea that, like, oh, this is going to keep that part of my brain ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah cool. not let that bulb go out completely. Mm-hmm. I journal one page every, so I journal every morning, most mornings when I'm home, anyways, and I journal one page with my left hand, just to, to fire it up, because they say that kind of fights off the mm-hmm. old age decaying of the uh-huh. brain and stuff like that, but I did try brushing my teeth left-handed one time, it's tough. and almost ripped uh, the <laughs> tissue that connects my lip to my gum, because it slipped up, mm-hmm. just stabbed myself in the face, whoops, yeah, yeah. Jump up, you know, I'm okay with not doing that. Yeah. I used to be right-handed, and then I broke my right hand um, when I was 10 years old, and everything went to the left hemisphere, and Whoa. I forgot my cast off. Oh. I went back to writing right-handed. Oh, like throw. Crazy. Yeah. That's like James J. Braddock. <laughs> you know yeah. who that is? Thank you. The Cinderella Man. Mm-hmm. There's a movie about him. Russell Crowe played him. But he he ended up... Oh, yes, I did see that. Yeah, he, did, he didn't have a jab at all, and then he broke his right hand. And he had to do everything with his left hand, and then he he got one more fight, paid or something, mm-hmm. and his left hand was just like out of this world. And he ended up becoming world champion. Wow! Yeah! Wow! Pretty outrageous. I, I did see that. It wasn't um, Ron Howard directed that one. I was gonna say uh, Renee Zellweger. Yeah. yeah. As yeah. soon as you did this to your 
teeth. Yeah, I, I kind of like you scrunched your lips. I, I was did. Like, yep, Renee's all with it. First, you had me at oh no. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be fun to like um, go into some kind of like cardio boxing or something like that. Um, they, have a, they have a thing called uh, it's a gym called Nine Rounds where there's nine different stations and it's all boxing related. Cool. But they switch it up every day. So you can go in, you know, they'll have like a bag that looks like a duffel bag mm-hmm. hanging for mm-hmm. uppercuts. Mm-hmm. You'll be bear crawl or whatever. And then you'll have to do, you'll bear crawl back and forth and then you'll have to do mountain climbers and then reach up and punch the bag. Wow. And that's not easy. No. And that's a lot of course. Mm-hmm. That's the whole body, the, the yeah, top, so it's, top so it's, bottom. It's 40 minutes, so you go, Nine stations for three minutes a piece, and then there's an active rest period where you're doing like sit ups in between for a minute. That's the rest period? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Take a break, do some sit ups. <laughs> like, all right, minute break. And all of a sudden she was like, and jump squats. And I'm like, that's not a break at all. That is not, that's an anti break. I still can't get over that you broke your hand and fundamentally sort of changed as a person. I mean, that's pretty unreal. I know a lot of left-handed people get told, like, especially the old the old days, they would, like, tie their hand behind their back and, like, eat your food with your right hand, learn to write, do everything. We don't have room in this world for left-handed people. But that you, like, because left-handed people, I think, are oftentimes associated with being slightly more creative. I mean, it could have, like, dramatically impacted who you are as a person. I hadn't thought about that, but... Yeah, maybe. I, um, yeah. Nothing, maybe. Nothing like that really surprises me after I found out that they were all girls on Jurassic Park and started having kids. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, people change. Bodies... <laughs> it happens. Bodies do weird shit. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, um, I was ghost riding my bike, um, mm-hmm. which was like you go into a jungle gym while you're riding your bike, and then you grab a bar and... The bike you know, keeps going. Yeah, mm-hmm. see how see them get their bike to go the farthest. But I just fell back and. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's that age too. You kind of like lock things in. And yeah. No, your your brain is so elastic at that point. Yeah. It's so spongy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think you would have been able to grab onto the bar? <laughs> <laughs> how spongy your brain was. But <laughs> that's why I brought it. That's why I brought it up. I thought, you guys know what I mean, right? I was dead. You know the beach cruiser. Oh, nice. You were ghost riding a beach cruiser? Yeah. Sacrilege, dude. Yeah, well, you know. It wasn't a nice bike. It does have help. It was a piece of shit. We were poor. <laughs> we just bike. rode our bikes the old-fashioned way by just, like, stepping off of them. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. You'd go down a hill halfway, and then you'd have to let your bike go so it would cruise all the way down the hill, but then you'd also have to get your shit together so you didn't face plant. Yeah. <laughs> Easy step off. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird when you, I can still picture a bike doing that, and when the front wheel starts kind of going, it looks a lot like an elderly person, like, oh, no. Kind of root for your bike, like, get it together, bike. Fall with some dignity. (laughs) What are you going to wobble around? (laughs) That reminds me, I went on one cruise in my whole life, Uh and all these, we get some choppy waters sometimes, and all these old people were walking straight down the hallway and I was like what the fuck and then they got off the boat on land that wasn't moving and they were all wobbly so yeah. it was like counteracting the wobble of the boat it was insane it's called sea legs yeah that's unbelievable yeah I was a merchant marine for five years uh, after high school what? and that's how you have to like walk to um, did we talk about that I, like, I went to a semester of college and I dropped out and mm. I did that but um the deck actually will go like this as you're listing on a ship. So in order to walk a straight line, you have to walk side to side. And you kind of get used to it. But then when you get back on land, you're still used to like kind of walking side to side. What's the People time? think you're, drink, you're drunk. So uh, for those of you listening, what's well, that with listening. his hand was very <laughs> just much my like... my mom and my wife. Right. <laughs> Both my listeners. <laughs> but the, so the, the, the walk, like, would you go two steps left, two steps right? Or would it be more like 10 and 10? Like, what's the. Um, it depends on the degree of the list. Uh, so it's always different? It's always different. Oh, okay. Like, if it's like, like steep seas, it could be that. Or if it's just kind of mellow. But there's almost always something. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. Dealing with someone who's been on the sea. <laughs> the sea. <laughs> yeah, I was in uh, um, a semester of junior college and I was like, not feeling it. So I met a guy who did it and he kind of introduced me to that. What'd you do? I was in the deck department. Yeah, but I mean, like, what? I don't even know what the Merchant Marine is. It, is it what Popeye was? Yeah, Popeye. Yeah, we boarded spinach and prevented rape. 
Transporting cargo, but you're not in the military. Civilian um, cargo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, did you guys ever see Captain Phillips? Yeah. Not yet. It's that. Okay. Yeah. I'm the captain now. You're the I'm captain. <laughs> I'm the captain. You're the captain. That's all I know of that movie. Tom Hanks very confidently goes, "You're the captain." Yeah. You're the captain. Right. I thought yeah, I thought he did a great job. I thought it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. Yet to hear a person like oh, yeah, Tom Hanks, it's just that dude that's never, yeah. The and that guy was a, a taxi uh, in Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis. Somalian guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. There's a huge Somali. And he, and he was he was essentially right, like, or that he was worried that he wasn't going to work anymore. He couldn't afford, he was going to the Oscars and could, like, barely afford to be there. Yeah. Hasn't really worked much since then. <clears throat> Sucks. It's like Gabrielle Sibidou. Mm-hmm. You know, the, well, you she's that a perfect difficult part. people. Oh. Like, so she works a little bit. She Who's that? Uh, she was in Precious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She works more than Monique. Yeah. But Monique won the Oscar. That's true, yeah. So now she can like draw more on the roads. The, the really? price of the ticket went from uh-huh. twenty bucks to thirty five bucks. Oh she's fine because she has an Oscar for a dramatic role? <laughs> she did a stand up special at she, a women's prison. Have you seen that? Wow. It's no. great. I saw Jeff oh, really? Ross. Yeah. Did a prison did a show at a prison. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't haven't seen hers. Hers is pretty great because the crowd shots are intense. Wow. So like Monique, that. Monique won an Oscar. Correct. You hear mm-hmm. that, black people, listening? Don't you drag race don't into this delightful this. lunch there's, we've had? There's one you forgot. All right. Wait until I'm done with my salad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. But um. Man, I, I don't know if I'd go to a show. But, you know. Have you seen uh, Jamie Fox make fun of that guy at the uh, Emmett Smith roast? Oh, is there? Oh, so great! <gasps> so great, so great and so like. Oh, it's so cringy. Because a part of you like is watching. Like to step to a side note, like the Chappelle was talking about uh, Michael Richards' meltdown on stage when he said the yes. N-word. He's like, I was tough because like. As a comedian, you're watching like, or he goes, as a black man, I'm watching it going, man, that's some horrible stuff. But as a comedian, I'm like, hang in there, Kramer. (laughs) 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 And that's how you feel watching this roast thing where like Jamie Foxx is polite, he introduces the dude up, and the guy goes up, Doug, Doug Williams, who you recognize from like a show in the 80s. Shaq was on stage too, and like Evan Smith. Yeah, so right. Doug Williams, what? Not the quarterback for the Redskins. Right. Yeah, yeah. this is dude yeah. that was on like I always. Well, like I'm gonna was, say unlikely. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And he and he goes up and he's poorly dressed, and he's, he takes out a piece of paper and he starts talking about basically everyone but Shaq. Should have. Shaq was hurt with a big toe. His, his toe hurt. She paid me the kind of money, Shaq. You could cut off my whole foot. No laughter. And then he, like, so people are kind of just ugh, uncomfortable in their seats. Yeah. And then he just, like, just starts attacking Monique. He starts going, and Jamie Fox imploded. just starts talking under, into his lapel mic. Maybe I should wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, annihilating this guy. Yeah. And the guy, Jamie, Jamie, you, you, you won an Oscar for Ray, but since then, what have you done, man? You, and... That's a great one. He just keeps, like, he... And then he starts becoming his uh, subconscious. It is unreal. And the, the crowd, like, they just turn at one point. You can tell yeah. I, like, feel bad for him. And he's still trying to, like, hold this little podium mic and go, so, anyway, what was I saying? He's like, boy, if I had your credit score, I'd be... He's like, making fun of racial stereotypes is funny. You know, he just... He, had, he let him have it with both barrels. And I just yeah. think the relationship fell apart. It's on YouTube somewhere. Uh, yeah, I think it was like on ESPN long ago. Oh. So they were trying to bring in like the roast element to athletes. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. Yeah, I'll put that. That's the thing. Like, it's, it's crazy. Going back to what you were talking about, there was an era when they were doing the roast and it was like their friends. And they were yeah. like, this what Dom DeLuise, this fucking guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like they know each other anymore. Yeah. And that was Chevy Chase's... Um, Thing, when they roasted him, he's like, I, that's when I realized I had no friends. Yeah. Because didn't know, know anyone. People. And yeah. they were just. Did you see Todd Berry on the Chevy Chase? No. He's like, well, um, yeah. Thank I you. stopped watching those roasts. I just don't like Yeah, that. I, I'm not a fan of those either. But um, he had the line of the night, which was like, he's like, yeah, um, I told people I, was, I told someone I was roasting Chevy Chase. He's like, isn't that like shooting fish in a barrel? 
was like, well, not everyone said that, just my four-year-old nephew. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Ah, that Tuckberry's good. Uh, all right. I'm, just, I'm glad this worked out. This is great. Me too. Yeah. 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 Um, I gotta hit, I gotta hit stop, but before I do, is there a place you'd tell people to find you online if they're looking to get their Chad Daniels and David Huntsberger? DavidHuntsberger.com, and I have a podcast called The Space Cave, thespacecave.com. I sit down and uh, have beers and chat with like uh, real smart folks about the universe and the world and whatever. You know who's also a big NASA buff? Reese Darby. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Murray's present. Yeah. Murray. Yeah. He nipped to the stars, I you? You can check me out at uh, chaddaniels.com, and I have a new podcast coming out called Juggling with Chad, <laughs> where I interview people while I'm juggling. Is that the, true? But the interview stops abruptly if I drop it. Wow. So a lot of them are, you know, 14 to 18 seconds. Right. But super, it's great podcasting. <laughs> It gets a little better every time. Yeah, so you can, you can definitely check that out. <laughs> if you're trying to learn to juggle, this if is a podcast for you. Stand next to the wall. The podcast could be 40 to 50 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome, guys. Thanks again. And just like that, thus endeth episode 83. Thank you again to David and Chad. Go to DavidHuntsberger.com. Go to ChadDaniels.com. Find them. Support them. A high tide raises all the boats. And while you're accessing the internet at the library, go to uh, grabbinglunch.com and mattknudson.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will see you next time. Or, you know, you're, you're, you're going to listen next time. I probably won't see you. But, um, yeah, that is it. Thank you for the support. And in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalibari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. <laughs>